This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Twitch. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by GameFi. How badly did they screw up the door thing, by the way? Yeah, I don't know how they, how do you mess that up? Door gate. What's the They've got to patch it. It like legit, like sort of joking, not joking, gives me like it. It uh, shakes my faith in the game. I I I you agree. Know what they're talking about no. And Mega Man, when you jump up, and in you're going to the next screen, it'll freeze Mega Man in the air. In the air, he stays. He's like, and yeah. As the screen, the screen slides like, over, they, and then the screen slides over, and the Mega Man goes. You see, like, you just this expect game, that behavior. In this yeah. game, you hit, you jump up, and you go between the the level, and then Mega Man goes down, and then it goes to the next level. He doesn't freeze in midair. Uh, like he has in every weird. Mega Man game of all yeah. time. There have been ten Mega Man games where he behaves this way, and now all of a sudden he does. That is really annoying. Yeah. And I said in a joking, not, not joking way, it shakes my faith in the game yeah. because, like, do the people making the game understand? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> anyway, let's do a show. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Andrew Goldfarb is here, Hello. and Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And uh, if you're just uh, listening to the show, you're unfortunately missing Andrew's very cool Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart t-shirt. Yeah. Real good one. The last time I wore it, I spilled coffee all over it, and I frantically cool. got like shout wipes, and it ended up coming out, so I feel real good about it. Is that your it. favorite Mario Kart? Uh... Yeah, probably. I mean, it's what? I mean, <laughs> I did not expect that answer. Only, well, here's the thing, right? It's like that thing of like, I know it is not the best Mario Kart game, but I have the best memories with it because okay. that's like very, very, so very You probably weren't on the me. show when I kept on saying that the only bad game in the SNES classic <laughs> yeah, was Mario Kart. Well, it's just like, it's the only one I ever played like with my parents. I don't know. I, I like Super Mario Kart. Yeah. I think I, like, I know like it's it. not a good game. I think I like DS the best. DS. That's a good one. Uh, I like, honestly, might like seven more than even eight. I think wow. seven on 3ds is really really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. man. Seven's it's good too. I only play with the wheel, so I only play the wheel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just every game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to uh, argue with. It's really great. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Shout Wipes. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually. We have. <laughs> we've got a great show for this week. We're going to talk about this new uh, Nintendo Switch online service that just launched uh, yesterday. Yesterday, late last night. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about the PlayStation Classic mm-hmm. just announced. But first. Red Dead Online. We just got the first details of that this morning. Scoop. Uh, the online uh, component to Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2 launches October 27th, I believe. And then uh, the online service will be launching sometime in November. So not right at launch. Uh, isn't that how uh, GTA 5 worked also? Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, I think GTA Online had trouble launching, if I remember right. Oh, that right. was yeah. catastrophic. Yeah. Right? And not yeah. even for like a long time. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, they got it ironed out, and it's amazing. Yeah. It's easy to forget uh, since GTA 5 has gone on to become such an incredible success. But yeah, the online definitely had a rocky start. Yeah. And in fact, Rockstar is even saying that they're trying to get ahead of that this time and mm-hmm. avoid some of that. No? What do you think their time to DeLorean is? Because they put in a DeLorean in GTA Online mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as we all know from Back to the Future 3, That's DeLoreans yeah. belong in the Wild West. Yeah. But true. it's like a tra- they, they jury-rig the train to be the time machine in 3. Well, but there's right? also a DeLorean because he... The train, oh, the that's train the pushes yeah. the DeLorean. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. I That's the only one I've only seen once. I've never rewatched Back to the Future 3. Pulls it. You, I watched yeah. about 15 minutes of you gotta it. you got to see it again to see the pee-pee kid at the end of yeah, the Yeah, that I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so good. Yeah, that, that I've seen. Explain. 
there's a kid, an extra, who he's just in like in the final scene when everyone's like waving. It's Doc Brown's family. It's his yeah, dog. it's his son. Well, it's like apparently the, the apparently what it was is that like when they had to go to the bathroom on set, they were supposed to like make a silent gesture because they didn't like disrupt filming. But he's just like very promptly in, in the movie, just pointing like, his crotch. Yeah, which is perfect because in Teen Wolf. Yeah, everybody knows yeah. this. There's a yeah. real, there's a yeah. real peen in Teen Wolf, and, and in Batman today there was a real one in the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all happened. Yeah, that's not you in like it? the Justice League. So, and, yeah, did look, you look it up? Yeah, to oh, give I mean, everybody, is he look. taking a shower? <laughs> it's like oh, a we'll really. Get, we'll get to this. We have a we have a give people a peek behind how the sausage is made at IGM. We have a little morning meeting <laughs> every. <laughs> yeah, sausage. We have a morning meeting every day where we share the important priorities for the day. What's the most important thing happening in the world of news and the world of you know entertainment? And our entertainment lead says there's a new, really dark, gritty Batman comic coming out. Com- comic coming out, and it's got a lot of controversy. Controversy, and then uh, because it's got Batman's just full on Batman wiener in the comic. And if you would have given me a chance to say 25 things <laughs> that people are up in arms about in that comic, that would not have been in the top 25. <laughs> I sure. just would not have guessed that that's what was happening this morning. I know. It makes me feel better. It's like obscured in shadow. It's not like completely ridiculous. I don't know why that'd make us feel better. <laughs> yeah. But is it because he's taking a shower and then he's thinking I think really he's hard like about getting, being So I didn't <sighs> see it in context. I just saw the frame. So I think it's like he's like, yeah, I assume he's like getting ready. He's, I think he's on the phone with somebody. We well, can just almost like, obviously in all. I know, Damon. We gotta get going. In all, in all. <laughs> but first, in in all <laughs> art, first. right? Like every decision is deliberate. Like every frame of film, every this. But in a film, you can at least plausibly make the excuse of like, well, the actor turned in a way we didn't expect, and we just went with the that was just what happened in the moment. Yeah. But in a comic book, like they chose to draw this. Yeah. Like that's a decision they made. Six degrees of separation. Uh, ben Affleck is Batman. Yeah. Ben Affleck's penis is in Gone Girl. Yeah. That's true. That's a very good point. Anyway. Sort of. Anyway. Thanks That's, for tuning in to That was only two degrees of separation. Pean <laughs> yeah. yeah. scoop. What do you say, Sam? That was only two degrees of separation. Actually, you're right. You're right. Nailed it. Yep. Uh, Red Dead Online. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Will there be so, penises in it? Yeah. I don't know. Time for DeLorean. Maybe yeah. two years. Yeah. That's true. I do wonder how weird, like, because is it is it heists? Like, you know, like what what is the thing that you picture? Like from? GTA Online keeps introducing new tech and new, like, every new expansion that comes out. There's new motorcycles and new ways to trick out your car. And like, maybe I'm just being a little short sighted because Rockstar is one of the most talented game developers in the world. Maybe they do have a steady pipeline of like mm-hmm. Western themed content, but like. You can't trick out your horse or like your sure you cabin can. in the same armor. They could go wild, yeah. wild west and have a robot horse and then a robot wow, spider wild yeah. wild and then robots other. You could like dye its hair like cool like rainbow mane. Or they could do go yeah rainbows. They yeah. could go cowboys versus aliens. Yeah. Ooh. I just, maybe I'm being a little short sighted. I don't see how they have five years Sorry. of content to support cowboys this. and aliens. <laughs> that's like, that's the actual name yeah. of the movie. Really? Yeah. Because it's, it's a play on cowboys and Indians, right? Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's I know, that's like yeah. stupid, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. really dumb. Uh, let, allow Rockstar to explain, Andrew. Oh, Red Dead you. Online will take elements of the original Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer mm-hmm. much further and combine that with everything we've learned in the years since then with our favorite elements from Grand Theft Auto Online. Is it clear to you now? Oh, it's super clear. Red that's Dead Redemption's multiplayer, wow. It's a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like a lot of that. But people liked that back in the day, and that's like... Eight years old now? I don't even think... Well, I mean, like, so here's the thing. When I think of Undead Nightmare, 
I have a lot of faith in what they could do with this because, like, I, I don't think I would have seen that coming for the original Red Dead. Yeah. So, like, for online, surely they have a million cool, weird ideas. And they're not, like, they're a company that is not precious about it. Like, they will definitely get weird and supernatural and do whatever yeah. the hell they want with it. But it has to be to make people, you know, spend money. Um, you know, if you're going to play Red Dead online for years, they want you every once in a while buying more Wild West bucks or whatever it is. And so you need to have some sort of permanent thing like some reason like whether it's a hideout or an upgradable something or like you know a reason that you're spending that money on like the supercars and jets and stuff in gta and i'm having a hard time like just visualizing what that's going to be yeah. it'd be great if the funny money in the game was u.s dollars but you know <laughs> yeah yeah what they were worth at the time so you're paying a hundred <laughs> real dollars yeah. to get yeah. like 50 wild <laughs> <Yeah>. 50 dollars <laughs> or, or like 50 cents yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 50 cents sterling uh the initial <laughs> launch period will be considered a public beta Ooh. It's launching into beta. Mm. Maybe that's just to cover their asses in case things do go <laughs> yeah. sideways. Yeah. Well, I, when I was uh, rolling my eyes a little earlier, they said that they're taking a month to make sure that they get the kinks ironed out, and that's not why it's launching alongside the game. Mm. But um, I think it's to stop people from trading in the game. Uh, well, could yeah. be. There's that too. I mean, I don't. When you look at GTA Online or even just GTA Five in general, like it's I, like I don't know how Red Dead compares to GTA. I would mm. assume. Like whenever we eventually get GTA Six, I think interest there is just higher by default than Red Dead. I think I'd say it's twice as much. But like I, so that's the thing, right? Like I, I wonder what the legs are in this game. I would assume they'll support it just as well, and and people will be into it. But like, it, it never even. I don't think about people buying these games and trading them in. I guess like I know it happens, obviously, but people have just supported GTA for so long that it almost feels like it's like blasphemy to think of that. Maybe yeah, that's, maybe that's how it sold many copies. Sold many copies because like, dang, I traded in. I gotta buy another <laughs> copy. It back, yeah. I did it again. <laughs> um, GTA Online is extremely impressive. I talked. I yeah. remember I talked about it on Scoop last year. Yeah. It's like it's like they made GTA Six inside of GTA Five. Yeah. And so if they do that with Red Dead, that's very exciting. And given that it's one of the Redemption had one of the best DLC packs of all time, like you were saying, yeah. you know, if they sort of take that ethos into online instead, like that's super cool. Yeah. I do. I guess we're done with the era of of single player DLCs from Rockstar it seems like well like I think they'll just lean harder and harder into online it's interesting I, I really hope we get an undead nightmare thing me too yes oh my gosh that was so good. I, think I, I do think that's the best DLC pack ever yeah I 100% agree so smart yeah. and then it ended up being a standalone too yeah that's true uh, Josh Needleman, senior producer at Rockstar's San Diego office, says we feel Grand Theft Auto Online really only found its feet creatively with heists mm-hmm. which came Sometime after launch, right? Yeah, Yeah, I promise. I think they hit a year later. Yeah. Our aim this time is to get there a bit quicker, but still be responsive to what people enjoy playing and evolve as we go. Of course, anyone who purchases Red Dead Redemption 2 will get access to Red Dead Online. Uh, It uses the world and gameplay mechanics of Red Dead 2 as a jumping off point for a new world of cowboys and cowgirls and outlaws that combines multiplayer and cooperative gameplay and narrative components in a huge open world. Got a train heist sounds so cool. Yeah. Like, I'm just so in immediately. Yeah, I just cool. want I want I just want to conduct the train. <laughs> I just want to be the train boy. <laughs> the train sim. Yeah. Uh, Where are you guys going? I'm a human. <laughs> I swear it. <laughs> Hop on, everybody. Uh, Rockstar also says playing for the story and getting to know the controls and mechanics of the game is the best way to get ready for playing inside Red Dead Online. So mm-hmm. that's another excuse for why. Fair enough. Online's not there at launch, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure so it's all that fun stuff that will be fun in multiplayer. I'm looking forward to more in single player. So yeah, yeah. I hope they just have a great you know single player game for me to enjoy with train heists. I think they will because I don't want to do that with other people. 
I liked Red Dead's multiplayer. I spent a lot of time. With I don't it. remember yeah. what is it. It was just like fairly traditional. Like, I just played. I mean, it was kind of like deathmatch, but yeah. everyone's just had on a horse. Right? I did team-based deathmatch mostly in that game. I don't know if I ever touched the multiplayer in that game. Crazy. It, they used the open world though, right? Yeah. It's not like they like built maps. They had. It was the same as GTA Five, where they took elements of the open world and turned them into arenas that you couldn't bound. You out can't leave out of them. them. Yeah. Okay. All right, Red Dead Redemption 2 is out October 27th. So soon. Well, yeah. a little over a month now, but yeah, it's closing in. <laughs> Let's talk about Nintendo Switch Online. Okay. Who's gotten a chance to take it for a spin? I did. Yeah. I don't. And I thought we were going to start a family plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a seven day free trial, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we have then they years. charge you after that, so you got to cancel. Well, I played Zelda, the Famicom version, this morning. Yep, it's, with the better music, which yeah, is better music. That's what Pear was all geeking out over. I mean, me all were. I can't just blame it on Pear, but the they're not identical, right? The mm-hmm. Famicom has that nicer yeah, sound. Yeah, it's from chip. the disc system. Yeah, yeah and Altano so was saying it was if, like had a lot more storage for music, and it sounds really good. And you can put like if you have a Japanese yeah. account, you can have both icons just available to you, basically. So you can have the NES library that you play and the Famicom library like super easily available, which I think is yeah. cool. Yeah. And then cloud saves are, are great. So Zelda music yeah. and cloud saves, that's basically it. <laughs> that's well, the only reason I'm signing up, if like, you, is cloud saves. Yeah. Uh, seriously, if you haven't ever heard it, you should look up the soundtrack to the uh, Famicom disc sy- system of The Legend of Zelda because the music sounds closer to like 16-bit than, than an yeah, NES it's this weird bit. parallel, yeah. like as someone cool. that grew up with the NES, it's like it's not crazy high fidelity, but, no, but just it's, like... It's a, definitely a difference, yeah, yeah. for sure. And the reason it was on Disk System, that and Metroid and Kid Icarus, yep. uh, were all in the Disk System, so you could save your game. That was the only reason they were on there. And, but the Disk System had its advantages. It had better music. But then when we got those games here, they had no problem just putting them on a disc with a Running. password, yeah. in some cases, and then Zelda, a battery save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of funny that they invented a Disk System to do one thing, save a game, make it a little bit better. And then here, they're just like, well, let's put it in the cartridge. Yeah. There it's were other, such a, why two different approaches? That is really weird. There were other benefits because you could, you know, write games to a disc. Yeah, you so just you take, them take to your a yellow disc to a gas write station and write it in. Like that's, that's so amazing. Cool. I think it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing this in like 1985 in Japan. It's crazy. Yeah, and they're they're not like they're floppy disks technically, but they're not. They're like big, thick yellow discs. Yeah. And there's a little discoon guy that's their <laughs> the mascot. mascot. Yeah. and like you never. See, I guess he's in Smash Brothers now, or she is in Smash Brothers now. And then if you go to Super Potato in Tokyo, there's just piles yeah, of there's so many yeah. disc systems uh, lying around. They're like 50 bucks or something to buy. So pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nintendo Switch Online uh, does provide access to a limited library of old NES slash Famicom games. Which does not overlap with the classic. Uh, well, there's some overlap. Oh, uh, sorry. It's not one-to-one with the classic. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got pro wrestling. Fewer, uh, fewer games than the classic. Uh, <laughs> only 20 games right now. But they're going to... More every month, right? Yeah. But they rotate? Like, but it's like three more every month. Yeah. One detail that I wasn't aware of until this launched, maybe it was announced and maybe it wasn't, was that you can't play online with strangers, only friends. Yeah. Only friends, yeah. And so that's... Which is pretty Nintendo. Yeah, um, that's... A, I mean, I, I get it in that Nintendo way, but yeah. that's definitely a bummer, right? Like, that kills my motivation... Like, I would occasionally play, you know, Balloon Fight against a rando, but, yeah. like, I don't want to pay, you know, now just to play against you, Damon. <laughs> Alrighty, I can Boring. play you against Balloon Fight anytime I want. Yeah, that's true. Every, every day at noon. Every day at noon. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Balloon at noon. 
uh, and then you get you know to play your games online, just regular Switch games online, and then you get cloud saves for certain games. Do you think? Um, I think it was Kotaku or someone talking about how the online should have been for only games coming out moving forward because now mm. it's so sad. Yeah, the people got to play Splatoon for months and months and yeah. months, and now Sorry, they're, now yeah. they're having it taken away from them, right? Yeah. Like paying for online for like I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it is the standard, right? Like that's PlayStation, that's mm. Xbox, and now Nintendo mm. is caught up to the standard. But since they gave someone way more than like a taste of free online, it starts to feel a little bit worse that now it's being taken. I away. know the the optimistic view of that is like they got to play for free for so much longer than they thought they but would. That's, if it were only a month and then online were coming, like fine. Yeah. But since yeah. it was months and months and months, well over a year. Yeah. I feel less worried about it because from the very beginning they said this is happening at least, so it wasn't like a surprise. But I do like I totally like it is really weird to think that there are people who are like pro level Splatoon two players who have put dozens and dozens if not hundreds of hours into that that now like suddenly have to pay or they just can't access that well there's all those sad what do they call the messages the little picto messages oh um, yeah everyone's leaving all these sad messages that's like i'm gonna miss you all i can't afford to pay for online like that's sad yeah yeah it's crazy that's too bad uh you also get access to the nes controllers to purchase yeah You're, although it's very confusing on how you do that yeah but can you get the famicom ones no. Ooh, good question. You can, if you, whatever your primary account is, I think you can get it on that. Okay. So I think if you paid the fee again, you probably could. Because they're beautiful. Yeah. They're so cool. And I think they're accurate because, like, the second player controller in the Famicom different. doesn't have select and start buttons. or uh, One has a speaker button. and one yeah. has the, the buttons. I just, I, I want them as the novelty to have them, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine ever using them to play. There'll be a second. Yeah. There'll be a second-hand market for those. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to pay for Nintendo Online. I've made my decision yeah. here on the show. See, I mean, do it for cloud saves, dude. Like, yeah. do it so you don't no, lose yeah. your. You can saves. entirely lose your saves right now. Like, yeah. Nintendo can't restore them. Yeah, it's very stressful. So it's like that. The only, the thing that because I was going to wait. It's happened to people here. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, to yeah, I'm back up on an SD card. No, something. No, you that's really, the problem. <laughs> like, I was really considering waiting until 2019 to sign up because there are no online games I'm going to play on Switch this fall. But I'm like, you know what, like. I'm doing it right now just for the cloud saves. Yeah, I'm like I 460 Koroks in. Come on. Yeah. I got like, all of them. <laughs> so I don't really pay, I don't really play games online anymore, but given that Xbox Live Gold and PS Plus give you these other benefits, then I feel okay as a consumer about paying for that service once a year, but Nintendo Online, the NES games don't quite stack up to the same degree. But it's also a third of the price. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you can join a family plan. Yeah. Like our our Eight friends people. able to join it. Like they're not like checking to see if it's more actually people? your family. I consider you guys my family. How do they check that if it's your family? Well, I'm, no. I'm just thinking like it's just like, <laughs> net, it's just like Netflix. They yeah. don't check. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And in this, at least, they, they do charge you more though. Yeah. Well, be, but it's cheaper mm-hmm. than if everyone got their own plan. Exactly. If you split eight ways, it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like four bucks a person. Yeah. All right. So no, for it's me, way less than that. because no, it's thirty-five. <laughs> oh, because okay. Sorry, sorry. You know. <laughs> I've talked many times, I'm 95 to 98% a single-player gamer, so for me, access to Nintendo's classic games library is the real appeal. But at launch, the, it's not really, the, the library is pretty lackluster. Yeah. It's unclear whether they'll also like get to 40 or 50 games and then just wipe those out and do another yep. 40. Like, yeah. I don't think they're going to build a library. You don't think so? I don't know, I mean, yeah. but like they didn't do that for the Wii U It just all. makes me a little sad thinking of... Not that I really took enough advantage of it, but Virtual Console yeah, was well, getting I so agree. robust, and it's I like agree. This is such a sad replacement for yeah. it. Well, I yeah. never took advantage of it either, but now I totally miss it. Yeah, 
I wonder if anybody's, I mean, no, because it just launched, but I can't wait to see the deep dive on just the emulation quality. Um, like the, the Wii's was uh, renowned for being some of the best, most accurate emulation of all time. And the Wii U in some ways was a step backwards. And I haven't heard anything about the Switch. So yet. people have yeah, already figured it out. out. They've already figured out point. it's the same emulator as the NES Classic. Mm. No way. Yeah. It's exactly. That's really funny. So it's like, well, why, why was it delayed for so long? Yeah, I already had the emulator. Like, well, the online <laughs> is difficult. There is the online component, but it, I mean, it's like, and, and it's was been that two worth years? It, right? Because you yeah. just played with your friend with another yeah, exactly. controller. It is really crazy that we're what eighteen months into the life of that system, yeah. and we just got online. That is really crazy. I really do want to try River City Ransom online though, because that requires yeah. precision timing and all kinds of stuff that you need to play with a friend co-op, and that's the only game on there that really pushes that limit. Well, Yoshi does too. You could play at like twelve thirty every day. I guess Yoshi's not good though. Damon's a big fan of Yoshi. Everybody no. I played Yoshi for the first time last night, and I was unimpressed. But get this—he loves Yoshi's Cookie. I do I like, like Yoshi's, Yoshi's cookie. cookie. Yeah. Well, they're this, basically the same. They're game. totally different. What's different? They are. Don't say get, cookies. They have different puzzle mechanics. Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah. Uh, Wario's Woods. Well, all of those games came out the same time, and they're all like, "We got to do more." Uh, Dr. Mario's, you know? Yeah. And I don't think any of them got to the level of Dr. Mario's. Mario's well, is pretty bad. I, 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 I say Yoshi's Cookie, probably Yoshi, and then Mario's Woods. Mario's Woods, Woods is, is very awkward. It's really difficult. So you have to kind of wrap your, your brain around but it. Yeah, you yeah. should. Is Mario's Woods on uh, NES Classic? No. I don't think so. Either. But it was on NES, and it came out in 1994. Yep. Yeah, it's late. And has an ESRB oh rating. God. That's crazy. That's it's so also, late. It's yeah. really weird to see those characters ESRB. on NES, like yep. Yoshi, Yoshi. And, and Wario. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing on the NES? Yeah. That is really weird. Yoshi's also in Mario's Time Machine and Mario's Missing. And it's just always the models like, how do we cram this thing in here? Yeah. It doesn't work. Nope. Anyway, not super impressed with the initial uh, Nintendo Switch online offering. Hopefully it can improve in the future. Uh, but what about the PlayStation Classic? Super cool. Where did they get that name? Yeah. Do you think? First off, <laughs> how did they not even change the name? Come on. I well, mean, so they. they like, so I, like, well, I was telling Damon today the, they didn't have to. Yeah. And it works really well. Yeah. For them. I, I, I kind of respect to. it because it's like they know they know that's the comparison, right? Yeah. They know I mean, every yeah. gamer and every press outlet and every podcast on earth is going to make that comparison. So why even try to lean away from it? Yeah. Just lean. But into I like it. the way like, Sean Layden from uh, PlayStation this morning tweeted out, like, "Here's something we've been working on." It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. Big secret you guys have been working on. Don't you think they went to legal and they're like. Uh, do you think we can just call it the classic? They're like, we'll check. And they're like, yeah, you can't trademark the term classic. And their eyes just went really wide. Yeah. <laughs> Done. What do you think? Well, what would the alternate name have been? Like, uh, it wouldn't, the classic is the best name it's for funny it. That it's just we, so shameless. We call the NES classic the mini a lot. Yeah. Or NES mini. mini and stuff. Yeah. Nobody ever ended up using that term. So yeah. they could have gone with that. Yeah. yeah. But there's all kinds of stuff they could have gone with. I just think it's funny. They're just like, well, this, people just assume it's the same series. I think it's, people outside of. Yeah. Game Scoop World yeah. uh, don't really know. Oh, who makes for sure. What. Like Nintendo had a huge hump to overcome to try to convince people that their mini console was different than the knockoffs sold in the mall kiosks. Yeah, mm-hmm. which were they're so ubiquitous. Like those were just around forever. And so it's I, I actually kind of like I, I pre-ordered a PlayStation Classic because I sort of like this weird collection of boutique consoles. Now it's just these like I tiny love miniatures. the minis. I think they're yeah. great, but I don't open them. 
<laughs> but I would, so, I want to play the PlayStation one because I don't. I know that's I don't like play a blind spot games. for you, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Here's what we know so far: it'll have 20 games, five games revealed so far. Final Fantasy VII again. Mm-hmm. Second three, Wild Arms, mm-hmm. which I've never played. That's like a. I looked it up today. It's a 2D ish RPG. A lot of like you know Super JRPG. Nintendo era JRPG elements. But then you go into battle, and it's kind of like this really janky looking now 3D. Jumping Flash, which was a launch title for the PlayStation, I believe. So okay, that game is really graphics. cool. You're a jumping rabbit robot, but as Damon described it, you really pull out of the ground and you jump, you jump way, so you jump way, really way high. Up. So it's so it was like a showcase of the 3D graphics at the time. Mm-hmm. But, I, but it looks really primitive, but playable, like Mario 64. Like no one, like Jumping Flash is interesting as a historical artifact. No one's asking to play that game in 2018. We gave it like a 7.8 or an 8.4. Back so then, something in the yeah. you could do yeah. whatever you wanted back no, then. No, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, Ridge Racer Type 4 is the fifth game that has been announced so far, which I was impressed with how well, it, how smoothly oh, it ran. Well, because I was Dude. watching Jump, what's it called? Jump Force? Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. <laughs> and, and then uh, I was like, Jump I was Force like, is oh, a new wow. Game. Yes, <laughs> Jumping Flash. And I was like, this is, this is pretty okay 3D. And I was like, oh, the PlayStation wasn't great at 3D its whole lifespan. It started pretty rough. And then you go to Ridge Racer yeah, from 1999, and it's like higher resolution, which I don't even get. I don't even get it, but the PlayStation could do that. It could do a higher resolution, and it looks like a PS2 game. It's, well, it's a, amazing. Ridge Racer yeah. Type 4 is uh, renowned for, like, it was a late-ish PS1 game, and just the stuff that it was pulling off on a technical standpoint, it was, like, on another level. Still looks ancient now, but it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. really impressive if you kind of know that era and what it's supposed to look like. And Mark Ryan Salee... Uh, a uh, long-time IGN uh, uh, racing fan here says racing games were only good on the PlayStation One. Wow! <laughs> well, but I wonder oh. if we're gonna get. And he, he said that was like one of the best. A of noted them. curmudgeon yeah. about video games. But yeah. isn't that amazing? Yeah, racing games were only fun on the PlayStation <laughs> One. It's been all downhill since. Yeah, Crash Team Racing on that platform. Uh, that has to be in here. I, I wonder if we're gonna get Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo uh, is a pretty solid. Uh, Why bet. didn't they just announce all the games? It's like it's so. Why don't they just make it a racing pack? Because they yeah. also they maybe are still trying to line up some third. Yeah, that's games. what I think it must That's be. why. Uh, the don't limit it to twenty. What a gamble of like we only have seventeen <laughs> games, but we can't wait to announce this mini console anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's why uh, there's a couple comments that Frank Cifaldi made about this today that I thought were really smart. Yeah. Uh, one of them. One of them is that he noted that he just rewatched all of Deadwood. Uh, and he didn't have to like buy an HBO mini to do it, right? Yeah. Like, he's just able to watch these old TV shows and video games are the only medium where they make you buy this $100 new console to play these old games, and everyone's like excited about it. Yeah. Okay, but the controller matters. And the fact that the controller is a reproduction and should feel just like the original controller well, should yep. hearten you, your that's investment. That's another matters. issue. Yeah. Whereas it's the yeah, original PlayStation <laughs> controller. That's that, what I described it as like a monkey's paw wish granting yeah. scenario on uh, social media today where it's like we we got the PlayStation Mini, but it doesn't have a dual analog controller. It yeah. Has, yeah. Which it's a pain. It's annoying to not have the dual analog. But the, the D-pad, PlayStation D-pads are horrible. They're notoriously bad. I'm really just going to st- They're still bad so to this day. The thing, it also doesn't come with an AC adapter, which is really weird for 100 bucks. It doesn't bother but me. But I what we, what well, we have out to Sony, what, what we're asking Sony. What batteries? I don't know. said, I'm assuming it's just USB mini. It's probably the same plug as your PS4 controller. USB can, uh, some USB ports can provide So they're power. thinking you'll just plug it into like your PS4? Your TV, probably. Weird, okay. So my thing with it, and we, we ask these questions to Sony, the right, way whatever. they can, yeah, the way they can differentiate themselves and fix a lot of these problems would be maybe you can literally plug a PS4 controller into it and use that as the dual analog option. Mm. Um, I can totally see them doing something like that to it's make even it more power draw. Though. Part of, I mean, maybe, but the other, our other big thing with it is like, are they gonna like, 
are they putting trophies in these things? Can this thing connect online? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm really curious about what the actual, like... That would be really smart, because there was some sort of included achievement system in the SNES Classic. Yeah, right? exactly. It's, it's just but like would an Would you have to log into one. your PlayStation Wait, account? there is? I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's something like you get, like... It. You can't do that without Backing analog your completion stuff. for all the games and everything. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's some sort of internal what? system, yeah. Where? Well, I, think, I think you... Don't you unlock... You have to play. Yeah. Some. Are you talking about the SNES Classic, the original Star Fox, to unlock? Yeah, yeah. Star Fox. Yeah. So you have to beat the first boss of Star Fox. But there's nothing outside of that, is there? I think there's some sort of like tracking system that tracks how much you've completed each game. Yeah. Really? Pretty Um, sure. It's not online though. No. Yeah. And I do think it would especially be cool. I I don't think they'll do this, but it would especially cool if you connected online and it lets you have DLC, like get a 21st game. People get real trophies for this thing. Yeah. They'll go crazy, dude. People. Will absolutely buy this. Yeah, I, 100%. You know, that would help. Yeah. It, there's buttons on the console again. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it today that one of them is the reset button. The open, it's the open, open disc tray button. button. Like yeah. switch, it doesn't it actually switches open disc. Which is yeah. like the biggest the complaint lid? about oh. the, SN, or the NES classics is that you always have to like get reached to the tiny little system and you can't reset it with uh with the actual no, no. you can't there's no like but, home but hopefully they'll build that in yeah. software in this. It just it was yeah. Nintendo was really stubborn on that. Yeah. And like to switch games or whatever, you have to like. Touch the little systems. Recently. I hope the lid flips open yeah, for no be reason. Cool. That'd be cool. They so, didn't show that today, so we've sort of you glossed over the hundred dollar thing. Yeah. That's that is more than the SNES and they're getting the more, NES. more. They're yeah. getting more and more yeah. expensive. Like a hundred dollars. That is really expensive. Yeah, like I mean, everyone's threshold's different based off their own you know household and income. But like for me, that's outside of the range of like I can just get it because it looks neat and it's two, yeah. two of those is a PS4 because you can get used PS4s for under two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, isn't well, a, a base model, new PS4, like two fifty. Yeah, no? it's also yeah, like new, yeah. not not to sing the Vita song. I'm the only one who still sings, but like you get a refurbished Vita for yeah. way less than that right now, <laughs> and have access to the entire library. All right, of PS1. cut them off. Cut the <laughs> mic. Cut the that's mic. That's true. It's that true. gives you immediate access to. You could probably buy the five games that were announced today and a Vita as PlayStation One classics, and just have it today for less money. The flip yeah. side is five dollars per game. It's not bad. Yeah, that's comparable to the SNES Classic. Oh, for sure. Well, but what are the games? Like that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Like yeah, if the games are true. bad, then yeah. Uh, like we're already we're already off to a weird. Did you guys start. see the box? Yeah, I think the box. Awesome. Is cool. Yeah, I think the box is. When right. everything about miniaturizing this hardware and keeping the old packaging is like so, I so nerd out over it. Yeah. I love it so. I much. agree with that. When one of their leadoff games is Jumping Flash, though, it's yeah. like the SNES Classic is a collection. It's the greatest game collection ever made. Do you guys remember the iteration of the PlayStation that was small? Yeah, the PS One. Yeah, oh, so PS1. Yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's. Did that you guys notice great. the marketing of this also has the same pictures that the uh, that the NES Classic had originally? And one of them is it's like in a, a, a lady's hand. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the exact thing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, it, how else do you show off its size, right? It's just such yeah. a crazy arms race because now oh, when, yeah. the, when the when the Mega Drive with really tiny hands, <laughs> like it's just a, a full size model. Like, that just looks like a PlayStation. <laughs> um, I do think that they're. Uh, there's going to be this weird arms race where after the Mega Drive and Genesis Classic comes out, they're going to make the Dreamcast Mini, and then we're going to get the N64. Like it's so think of all the arms. Just, history is just repeating itself. It's yeah. so weird. My, the, everyone's are they hit. going in? Or, yeah, they've gone in order. So yeah, far. everyone's so entertainment weird. center is going to be horrible. Yeah. Well, they announced the Sega Genesis like Mini. I think that one's yeah. called, but that one just got delayed until next year. Yeah. And we have the Neo Geo Mini here in the office, and that one actually looks pretty cool. We even have mini arcade machines. Well, I mean, it seems to be a cool, it's at least a cool collection of games. There's 40 games on there. 
Uh, and the irony is that a lot of yeah. those arcade games have aged better than some of these 3D, early 3D PlayStation games, I yeah. think. The, sure. uh, the, the analog sticks, to jump back to that for a second, besides just being, you know, annoying because I don't, you know, I don't think anybody actually likes or prefers the D-pad on the PS1. Um, it makes certain games like Ape Escape, I think, literally impossible to play. Like, there's games that required the dual analog stick. And even a game like Gran Turismo, like, obviously, you want analog control over your car, right? Like, to have to go back to digital control. It's not great. To so, have games from late in the life cycle of the PlayStation is especially weird to not include analog because it's yeah. like that's that's not even a nostalgia thing at that point. No one played them this way. It's really strange. So, it's it's like kind of a mean meme now, but it's it is crazy whenever Sony does something that Nintendo exactly did, like the the Wii uh, controllers and the Move controllers and like stuff like that. It is funny, but we were talking about today the other the other instances of that, and like frankly, like Nintendo didn't have a disc based medium first. Sony did. Yeah. That was like the biggest deal at the time. There's just like stuff like that. So I've been seeing a lot of kind of unfair stuff today yeah. and uh, everybody takes from each other. But this one, it, just and the fact that it's the name and everything, it, Sony deserves a little bit of ribbing for this, even though we're all very excited for it. Yeah. Nintendo could have had the disc-based medium first. They okay. could have. Yeah. But oh, they, they got that prototype working finally. Nintendo right? PlayStation. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> forgot I, about that. I was hovering over the pre-order button, and then uh, oh, the controller, I... because of the controller, I decided not to. I did it for now. I'm not, I think I'm going to keep I'm my order. I'm just waiting to but... see what the what other games, like if yeah. Einhander's in there. I don't yeah. think Einhander oh. will be in there. But if it is, I'm like, okay, this it, is the only way to play Einhander today. It is so funny because I'm now getting almost to Altano levels with Mario Brothers with Final Fantasy VII because I've purchased Final Fantasy VII so many times already and I'm going to buy it again on Switch very soon. Like Then I'll buy the remake. Like I'm to the point where that's I will have gotten that, that game like 10 times. That's another one that Sam hasn't played. So yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to play that. I think the, the fact think that it's on the Switch place. is like the coolest thing. Yeah. What, if they get, what if they have Chrono Cross? That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm interested in Chrono Cross. They got to have one interesting like thing that Nintendo nailed with the SNES is you have to have one game or two games that just can't like Star Fox Two, right? Like you got to have the thing yeah. that was yeah. that did never re released. That they didn't do that for NES though. Yeah, like Final Fantasy Seven's on Steam, right? So yeah. it's neat to have it in this form factor and with the controller. Like I understand all that nostalgia, but if you can have a game that uh, this hundred dollar package is like the spot you have to play it. Guys, yeah. can you imagine 25 years from now, we'll have the Final Fantasy VII remake on its own tiny PS5? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, nuts. They'll It'll be the PS5 mini. <clears throat> They'll re-release the Switch. Yep. Uh, another comment that uh, Frank Cifaldi made about this that's a little bit cynical, but I thought it was... Uh, Frank Scoop. I know. I thought it was uh, pretty telling, is that the libraries, the game libraries for these classic systems are decided by lawyers. Yeah. yeah. Right? There's Definitely. like so many licensing issues. Like you mentioned Gran Turismo. Yeah, that would right. seem like a perfect oh, fit, man. but... What they have to re- renegotiate add, all all those car manufacturers? Well, and add license music. It was full exactly. of like ninety so, tunes. Yeah. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Well, I don't know what they're going to do about that. Even yeah. something like Wipeout XL. Yeah. They got to go back to all these like techno produced chemical brothers. Yeah. I know I it is really yeah, probably. If you're right that they're still in the middle of negotiating these, like like they're like chasing it before the release date, they definitely have a library of just like sad first party backups, like yeah. like things that just like no one. It's like I think it'll have. Uh, IQ, Intelligent Cube. Yep. Yeah. So that's actually Siphon pretty, filter's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Siphon filter's Siphon a good bet, guess, which yeah. is actually, actually pretty cool. What, was what about Colony, Colony Wars? Dude, if this if this has got to have Colony Wars, uh, that's what like a sort of space battle sim. Can Parappa work Not without simple. the analogs? Yeah. It's, it's Pra- they can totally have Parappa the rapper. They should have. But it, probably I'm General Lammy for that. It, it's yeah. funny because like they I don't like need... It's weird because like it wouldn't make sense to put Resident Evil 2 or Crash or Spyro on this because we just got those new versions of those games. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little less Resident Evil, but... And then... Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Symphony. I, we were talking about yeah, this Symphony earlier Night. in the office. I 
think you can play it without the analog sticks, but then there's like there's big something features about in the Rumble. game with with Rumble. In what game? In Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I don't think it literally requires it. But there's features that use it, and then there's yeah. like uh, features in the game that use your memory card. Was like, I, was Metal Gear Solid even out before DualShock? Happened? I don't think so. I think it was later. Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah, about launching DualShock, like right then. Yeah, there's it was a distinction. Apex tape that launched it. Okay, there's that, games that are like DualShock uh, Shock optimized, and games that literally require it to play. And so mm-hmm. games like Ape Escape are out. PlayStation's so funny, and then they did this whole thing again with Six Axis when PS3 came out. They're just like so funny with controllers and um, tying things in too closely. Xbox had a pretty good burn Uh-oh. on social media today, Uh-oh. where I think it was like the Xbox UK Twitter account tweeted like, "Hey, did you know you can play 500 classic games on your Xbox One for free right now?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That's actually a super good point. Like, yeah. they're not trying to. Granted, the Xbox uh, library of consoles doesn't go back as far. Sure, but they're not trying to. Re- they're doing the exact opposite. But Instead of trying back. to sell you, but the Xbox games is so again. big." <laughs> that's why you ever tried to hold it in one hand yeah. I just like they've quietly like I'm sure they're probably a little frustrated today that they quietly have the absolute best backwards compatibility in the entire business now and then everyone's losing their mind over giving paying $100 to pay these $20 games again pay these play these 20 games again I just feel crazy because I bought so many of these PS1 classics to yeah. replay within the last five years and so it's so funny that i'm now going to spend another hundred dollars to repurchase the literal same version xbox is just they're, they're just bummed because they have to wait for the dreamcast the gamecube yeah. the ps2 minis to come out before to they be part of it out. yeah if they get yeah, they in one in two on there, i'll buy it other good candidates uh that would be really good i've never played those symphony of the night yeah. i feel like it's just got to have that one breath of fire uh final fantasy nine not the original breath of fire no, would four, with, i yeah. think uh, but uh, final the, fantasy nine there's some dragon one thing that's really cool about yeah dragon quest Five is supposed to be really good. Yeah, that that whole market can like benefit from this. Like with with the SNES Classic, they put games like Earthbound in there that are two hundred and fifty dollars to buy a yeah. cart, and then suddenly it was accessible, and that made the price more attractive. And so, like, I think with this, on top of what you were saying for like unreleased stuff, Rare. I think also something like Squeak It In Two, that's like five hundred dollars to buy, well, you could just put it came in there. PS Three, that's even, true. But even yeah. so, that's not PS Four. Like, yeah. What's the um? What's know. the rabbit vib vib ribbon? Vib ribbon. Yeah, vib ribbon. And that was like a J- Japan only game. So they could do yeah, something. I was gonna yeah. say yeah. those kind of importy games yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like the, our list is already over twenty, so it's like, why did they say? T- uh, I just wish it was fifty. I it, there, there's like something weird about this. Like there's something weird about not announcing the games that I can't put my finger on. Um, I'll get to the bottom of it. One thing that might School. be kind of cute and fun to include is the Spider-Man game. Oh, PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just called Spider-Man, yeah. and that'd be kind of a Did fun. Did Activision one. make it? Probably. Surely, we're never going to see that game again. Well, yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah. But again, especially from about. Sony. Yeah. But it would be a cool inclusion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. GameScoop is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want, with no late fees or due dates, ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back, and they'll send you the next title on your list. Today, every Scoop listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com scoop. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com S-C-O-O-P. Gamefly.com scoop. Check it out. Uh, let's
let's check in with the listeners. Hey, Hi. Listeners. listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Matt in Dallas, Texas did. <gasps> I lived there for a while. He says, have y'all ever read any video game tie-in novels or expanded universe novels? If so, which ones? And do you have any favorites? I recently <laughs> just finished the prequel novel to Insomniac's Spider-Man and really enjoyed it. I've also read many of the Warcraft and Halo novels. I know there is a perception, and maybe rightfully so in some cases, that video game novels are garbage, but I honestly love them and consider them a guilty pleasure. They may not be found on anyone's greatest list of novels ever written, but I love spending more time in these worlds and learning more about the backstory or lore. Interested to hear y'all's thoughts. Sam has been reading the Witcher novels. Those aren't tie-ins. Aren't they? <laughs> or the game is the tie-in to the novels? Oh, yeah. don't let the author hear you. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah so they, the they, were, they were written... <laughs> <laughs> Way before, and they were like. Way before, like books, how long? Like before? early 90s. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so uh, they were only translated 2014, 2015 to English. So uh, the when The Witcher 3 came out and stuff, you could have read the books and stuff like that by that time. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the second book of the trilogy about The Witcher, and it's really about Siri and Yennefer and the characters that you know from the game, and that is appealing to me. I did think that was cool. Now, they're, they're not amazing fantasy books. They're nowhere near uh, Game of Thrones or, or something like that, but um, you know they're palatable. And it does do that exact thing, though. I like reading more about the universe, which I already liked in the game. And I've also read other video game tie-in books. Such as? I read a Mass Effect one, wow. and I blogged about it because, it, back when we had IGN blogs, this was a long time ago, uh, because it has an, a full-page-long elevator scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was just, that's I so, just thought that was the so funniest clever, yeah. thing at the time. What was I mean, his name? I don't Drew, even want to go into Drew explaining Carbison? that joke, but it's funny. Yes. Yeah, he wrote a bunch of, like, like he did a lot of that stuff. Uh, I used, As a kid, I was actually really into tie-in novels, like, very nerdly. I remember reading, uh, I think there was, like, a Shadows of the Empire one. I definitely read a lot of the Halo ones. Um, Halo books are like legit great yeah. novels. They're they're probably that's an, there's an interesting feature in this of like ranking the best video game tie-in novels. Yeah, so. definitely. Because like I I haven't done it recently. Like I can't imagine. We were just talking that uh I think Corey Barlog's dad wrote either the novelization or the prequel novel to God, the new God of War. Mm-hmm. And like there's like fun little cute things like that. But yeah, I mean Matt, I would say first of all like don't let someone tell you they're garbage. Like do you know how many Americans like don't read anything at all? Yeah, just exactly. don't read books. So like I wouldn't let anybody stress you out about whether you're reading a video game book or whatever yeah. you're reading. Like, I agree. You no know, worse than anything yeah. that's not on the top 100. Whatever you yeah. enjoy yeah. reading is like a valuable yeah. use of your time. I don't like I I read about half of the Uncharted tie-in novel and um, the way that it reads the action scenes are really funny just because it reads like a scene in Uncharted it's like Drake ducked behind a, like a wall and then popped out to shoot some enemies and like I was like oh man I definitely I read some there's some Bioshock ones too that I definitely read like a few years mm. back As well, a, a lot of them are aimed a little younger just be aware of that and just like the old Star Wars dude, novels were back in the day yeah. but somehow uh, but I read it like a fifth grade reading level, so it's actually yeah. really I helpful. just remembered I fanboyed out and like unironically loved the Doom novels. Mm-hmm. There's four of them, and they're amazing. <laughs> the first one's like a retelling of Doom 1, and it's the exact cheesy thing I'm describing where like the way that you read that book sounds like you're playing through a level of Doom 1, and he like collects He wheeled the around the corner to yeah. find another and then, like, demon. <laughs> he find, like he levels up through the book and finds more and more powerful guns and like body armor and stuff, but then uh, the books get, uh, they veer off into this wildly different direction and become this crazy original weird sci-fi story. There's four of them. I love them. I think about them all the time. They're still on my bookshelf to this day. You know, all sci-fi and all fantasy has been frowned upon. Oh, sure. During the existence of those genres. So it's like, you got to, it's funny to think of like those being a wedge of things, which even sci-fi buffs like myself, and I'm not saying I do this, look down upon. 
And, you know, if you were reading the most amazing sci-fi authors ever, like Philip K. Dick mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, in the 60s and 70s, everybody would think you're a total geek. So, you know, mm. don't get down on yourself for, for yeah. reading what you I, read I think Justin of- nailed it. Like, I, I, I hate the term guilty pleasures in the same way. Just like what you like and don't yeah. let people make you feel bad about it. When I was growing up, like, in my life was all, like, Arthur C. Clarke and Michael Crichton, like, mm-hmm. all these sci-fi authors. That was all I did. That and play video games. As a kid, I read the novelization of Friday the 13th, Oof. part two. <laughs> I have one better. I read the novelization of Home Alone. Wow. Oh, my God. That is, set up a bunch of traps. I still have it. <laughs> yes. Wow. Producer Dan also read that. Yeah, it's like, I don't remember anything about it. I also, of course, read <laughs> the cover. You probably guess a couple things. <laughs> yeah. I think the wet bandits were involved. Uh, I read several entries in the Worlds of Power series, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which are novelizations of NES games. Mm-hmm. There's a Bionic Commando one. There's Castlevania I, 2. I, I've been trying to find those for a while. Those are really interesting. Mega Man 2 has one. I think there's a Blaster Master one. There's too. a Blaster Master one, which one of the sequels, I think a, the Blaster Master on PlayStation canonized some of the things yeah. that were written about in the, 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 the Worlds of Power book. Yeah. The Lost Frog plotline. Yeah. But they had to change all this stuff. Like They had to like remove all the violence basically or and from Castlevania they had to remove any sort of like witchcraft or like he's not a vampire anymore yeah <laughs> like wizardry uh, it, it, it's really funny I'm still thinking about the idea of an Uncharted novelization being like he climbed and then he jumped yeah. to a different rock and climbed a little bit higher and I mean that's not it's to, better written than anything I could ever write yeah. but that's not that much of an exaggeration of what it is there's like shooting scenes and climbing scenes and, like, and, and he was wondering where to climb until he noticed a yeah. red railing and immediately jumped yeah. to it and that's like in movies he where flipped they all around for five be, minutes like, you think it's going to be really cool when they switch, finally switch into first person and Doom, and then you're just like, oh my oh, gosh, this yeah. is such pandering. I love that, like, Green Lantern and Doom are just made fun of so mercilessly by even The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Like, they just, like, crap all over stuff they worked on. <laughs> uh, there's also a Worlds of Power book for Infiltrator. You don't remember that, that game? Isn't that the, the tank, a top-down tank about. game? I just feel like it's such an obscure game. That's Vindicators. This is, yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm thinking right. of. So what is it? What is Infiltrator? I think I just got 20 questions in one question. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> top-down tank game. Well done. No. They, they wrote... Uh, I think Infiltrator is a fantasy game, surprisingly. They, were, they wrote a Worlds of Power book for Bases Loaded 2. Whoa, I would read that. What's going to happen I would in read this that. season? <laughs> Does Bases Loaded 2 have animals in it for no, some reason? I, I think it's, it's just it's, it's just all still players. just robots, right? No, that, no that's, that's Space Wars. Wars. Oh, that's right. Bases Loaded right. is just a realistic baseball game. I think I'm thinking of game. like baseball all-stars I was thinking about like a uh, dystopian sci-fi robot <laughs> baseball game. I'm like, I would read the shit out Base of that Wars. book. Space <laughs> <laughs> Wars would be a great novelization. Yeah. We right. get novels sent to us by GameScoop yeah. fans sometime, yeah, sometimes uh, that are you know, cover these same themes. Still have that Mario fan novel. Keep on writing. This is Brad in Dayton, Ohio. He said, I heard and really related to a recent GameScoop, specifically the lament of the adult video game fan, how we never have enough time to play the games we want to. I have a, really, I have a very real fantasy about to happen in my life, and I would love to hear GameScoop's take. I'm having a minor surgery in early November, <laughs> and we'll be off, I will be off work for two whole weeks. Yeah, uh, I can easily see getting a good 45-plus hours per week of gameplay fun while my wife is at work and my six-year-old daughter is at school. I recently purchased an Xbox One X as my day one edition was starting to sound and look haggard. I have some older games that I never played or completed. I have my eyes on some games I've never purchased or some coming soon, and there's some backwards compatible titles I would like to revisit. Answer me this, Omega Cops, which category would you prioritize if it were you, and which Mm. games would they be? Category one, Mm. games you already own but haven't played. Mine are Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Wolfenstein The New Order, Rise of the Tomb Raider. 
or two, games you haven't bought, old or new, but would like to play. Mine are Witcher 3, Divinity Original Sins 1 and 2, Shadow of War, yes. Red Dead Redemption 2 will be out yeah. in time for my staycation. Or three, old games that you've thought about replaying for ages but just haven't had time to, like KOTOR, Portal 1 and 2, and the Bioshock Collection. I say category two because I mm. think that category one is stuff that like you would get to probably realistically, but like mm. you're not like unless you have this situation where you're off your feet for that long, you're not gonna pour time into a giant RPG. Well, and sometimes like your head and your heart aren't quite aligned. Like if you've owned a game for a long time but just have yeah. never gotten around yeah. to finding the time to playing it, like Maybe that's your way of telling yourself, like, that's not quite the thing that's going to, you know, rustle your jimmies. <laughs> yeah, although occasionally I'll put in a game in my backlog and I'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Why didn't that's I play true. this and just feel like an idiot? That's true. I would I would recommend to pick something that you don't own that you're really pumped and jazzed about. The Buy Witcher that. 3 sounds like a very good pick. That's like, that pick. feels like a that's great that's way That's such to... a huge game. Yeah, and uh, Zach Ryan, uh, who works with us, uh, he had surgery in his knee, I think, literally the day the Switch came out. And mm. so he had a very similar situation where he just poured his time to Breath of the Wild for two weeks while he was out. It sounds really nice, actually. It sounds really nice. I like the old game idea. I rarely have time to dip into old games, but that's the way I played Chrono Trigger is that like I just like mm-hmm. had time to play it, and I, I wanted to play it. I never played it back in the mm. day, and that changed my life. So there's definitely old games of that ilk, which is like, oh, we should all be definitely playing those games. You know, you may also find, I mean, I don't know the nature of his surgery, but um, it, you know, if he's got a six-year-old and a wife and he's at home all day, he may not have quite as much time to just sit around and play games. I was gonna say I all day, just, every day. Flex, literally can't get out of bed. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't know. But like in the ca- in my case, you know, um, uh, like the I, dishes are just piling up. Yeah, like you, you're Sorry, still. I, what, do, what do you want me to do? You, you still, I had minor surgery. <laughs> You got to have dinner prepped. There's <laughs> errands to run. There's like some minor stuff around the house that has to happen. Like a closet's got to get cleaned out. And then even if you play games for like, you know, a long time, like two weeks, I feel like that time's going to go by like yeah. that. And it's like, well, I didn't even beat The Witcher 3. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Witcher 3 or Chrono Trigger? Your choice. Yeah, those two. Yeah, maybe pick some games that maybe pick some games you can get through in like a couple days. I feel like he could cut a wide swath through all three categories. Yeah, yeah. I agree Because like... Uh, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided isn't a terribly Fairly long, short. Ter- not a terribly yeah. long game, and neither are Portals 1 or 2. Yep. That's true, right? He could knock all those out, and then he could also get pretty deep into The Witcher 3, and then he's have uh, covered all of his bases. The problem Agreed. with playing Portal 1 and 2 is that it just leaves you wanting so much more. That's yeah. true. The last time I played those games, I played them back to back. I just sat down and wow. played them over the course of like two or three days, and like, God, they're so good. So good. And they fit so well together. Yep. Portal Surprisingly, two's, Portal so. 2 is perfect. Yeah. Well, I remember when Portal, Portal 2, 2 was perfect. announced, people were like, well, why do we need a sequel to Portal? And they showed us why. Yeah. So that's, true. that's that's like honestly the example I give whenever anyone asks about the value of good writing. Yeah. Because like that game is made by its writing. I love yeah. it. I mean, the mechanics are amazing too, but like the writing it's sells it. Genuinely really funny. Steven Merchant, that's who it is? Yeah. Yep. And J.K. Simmons. so good as yeah. Wheatley. It's really, really funny. Uh, all right, that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from the previously heard from Matt in Dallas, Texas. Let the questioning begin. He's what was back. the question about? He was the question about... The minor surgery. The, no, no, nope. he was the... Oh, the, the reading novel. novels. Yeah. It's been so long. Excellent. Uh, does your character wear a, a head covering of some kind? Is there something covering their head? Yes. Does hair count? No. Ask you're gonna ask if there's a video game tie not not <laughs> not attached to his body or her body. Uh, it's yeah. body. The answer is yes. Uh, sorry, your question was a head covering or just a hat? 
Well, just don't. Just move past it. There's something covering yeah. the head. You can something that's not a part of your body goes over your head. Okay. Mario three. Can you play as a woman? No. Mario's uh, looking more and more like. Yeah, because it can't be Mario two. Yeah. Is this a game that we've mentioned on this game scoop? No. Oh, I was so I hoped so hard the answer was yes. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> that's a really good question. That's a really good uh, twenty questions hack. Uh, is this from before the year 2000? We're just going to cut you out of this one. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm off of this game. It's fine. Is it before the year 2000? Yes. Oh, great. Uh, is it before January 1st, 1990? Yes. Is the developer still in business? Is the developer still in business? The de- Are still making games today, I should say. Uh, what? What? Did I ask it wrong? What? No, I just don't. What? Sounds who's like in, data who's in business but not making games? The oh, confusing state yeah. of data east. Hold on, yeah. I'm just trying. I want to answer the <laughs> question. I mean, maybe. The developer. I was thinking about it. Do you need to look up look up something? <laughs> the developer is kind of still in business. Is it? It's probably, THQ. It's probably a treasure game <laughs> or Atari or something. THQ. Yes. Oh, THQ. That's true. Was this game Atari or something? Was this game developed in Japan? No. Uh, is this? Uh, oh, we really are just skipping over Andrew. It's fine. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute. <gasps> oh, is there a is horse this, in it? <laughs> is this from? Is that your question? No. <laughs> is this from before 1985? Oh no. Okay. It, did did this game originally appear on the NES? No. Oh. Is was it an arcade game? Yes. That's ten. What what country was it made in? Did we talk about this? Just, you, not not Japan. Japan. So it's probably a Atari. It's probably Gauntlet or something from eighty five or later. Seven twenty. Well, that's Midway though, isn't it? Uh, no, no, that's Atari. Is it? But, but it was in the Midway Classics. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why I, I associate it with Midway. Well, there's later a Gauntlet games. That's definitely an Atari game. Um, do you play as? Do you have the ability to play? Can you pick from more than one character to play as? No. So there it's are a lot of arcade companies that are weird like this now because Dating yeah. is putting out a bunch of stuff like that as we keep talking about. Um, That's like a non-trivial. That eliminates all fighting games. That eliminates Gauntlet, mm-hmm. any co-op game, yeah. Yeah. Any, br- any side-scrolling brawler. Was this ported to the NES? Yes. Is it licensed? No. Good question, though. Um, we'll get this one, I think. So <laughs> <laughs> The head thing is funny. Um, is this an Atari game? Yes. Uh, nice. Uh, pay, Paperboy? Yeah, it could be Paperboy or 720. Both of those were ported, ported to the NES. Was paper, Paperboy was made in Japan, though, uh, right? Or no? No, no, no. That's it was Atari. Atari. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're getting there. Um, you wear a hat in Paperboy? Just there's more common Atari games, too, because there's all the Tengen games. Every single one of those is an Atari game. So there's, yeah, but, you know, Tetris and. Yeah, but it's not. You play as you wear a hat. You could be wearing a hat in Tetris, you don't know. <laughs> uh, does um, this game take place on something that people would recognize as Earth? Yes. Mm. Mm. Paperboy's looking more and more like this. <laughs> well, is this a game involving newspapers delivered to customers? <laughs> you can ask that. Is that your question? Yeah, yeah sure. Yes. Uh! <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's Paperboy 2? <clears throat> is it Paperboy? Yes, it is. <laughs> <Paperboy. laughs> 
Nicely done. That's going to be my new standard question. <laughs> question <laughs> number one. <laughs> uh, is there a horse in it? Okay, question two. Uh, does this involve delivering is, papers to customers? Are there newspapers? How do you answer the question, is the developer still in business? Yeah, like it's still around. It's well, not, yeah. Like it's just a name, right? Like yeah. That's, that yeah. Has that is really weird. Atari as a name is yeah. just fascinating to me. So does the developer know, but you know, I don't want to mislead you. Yeah. It's tough. Interesting. I, I played a paper boy not two weeks ago. Uh, the arcade cabinet. cabinet? Arcade cabinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it weird that, that there's just watch. a breakdancer like in the middle of the sidewalk? And it was street? the 80s, man. Breakdance. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't walk, walk down the street without tripping over breakdance. <laughs> yeah, <you couldn't. laughs> That's how it was. Look, it was it was horrible. Anytime you were walking down the street, you'd open your so, door, open your door in the middle of the night. There's just a break. Yeah, there. there, there's there's all these like, uh, there's all these videos of like the the Pikachu mascots in Japan for like all these festivals. And I retweeted one, and a guy was I, like, I "See those frequently in your feed." Well, and a guy responded, was like, "Is it just always like this in Japan?" And I'm like, "Yes, they're just everywhere you go, Pikachu mascot." He's on the yeah. subway. Yeah. No one's even paying him to be there. He just shows up. Please leave. I played so much Paperboy yeah. on Super Nintendo. Whoa. Super Nintendo. That's the only was version just, I've ever played. It's was it really? Just yeah. another port of the arcade game? Yeah, it was just standard Paperboy on Super Nintendo. I played that game. That's like probably my top five most played NES games. That was that and yeah. Punch Out. But I would get as close to the buildings as possible and then just try to break all the windows. <laughs> that was the only way I played the was game. Was there a Game Boy one? Probably. Because I feel like I might have played a portable version. But I definitely played Super Nintendo. Chuck and the precision crash, of that crash, game crash, crash, crash. is really crazy, and it's very unforgiving. And you know, when you're a kid, you don't care too much about what's going on. But if you're, you're trying to play to win, you have to get every mailbox. And then if you don't, you lose subscribers, and it goes you know day by day. Yeah. You just have to keep your subscribers based. I like the little it's tone. So difficult. Like when you would hit or miss the houses, it go. Yeah. I have a very vivid memory of. And they turn dark red. And Then when you play it again, they were like a different colored house right yep. like those were out of it and then yep. there's of course the obstacle course at the end yeah so the the houses that, that the horses the houses that were red or that weren't on my route i would just try to fuck them up as bad as possible mm-hmm. just <laughs> knock over all their trash cans and then there are break their windows houses. like there's like a <laughs> full-on a haunted house yep there's the yeah. house with the tombstones out tombstones front. that's great yeah and you can get away in the street for a little while but then a car will come it really makes um, me appreciate all the paper boys who deliver IGN's news every single day to all yep, of our yeah. subscribers. <laughs> Unsung heroes. Uh, yeah, the head covering is he's wearing a backwards baseball cap, yeah. which I think you also wear in 720. So I didn't know if you'd get equipped <laughs> up there, which also takes place in a world you would recognize as Earth. Yeah. With killer bees. Yeah, and it's like really the same engine and era and stuff like that. And it's like a medium res monitor, which is weird. Yeah. It just looks different than other games in the arcade on home consoles at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think it had handlebar uh, controls in there. Yeah, the arcade cabinet. Yeah. Vi- you know, Can you game. play it with the Wii wheel? I don't know if it ever came out of the Virtual Console, but you b- probably couldn't. Time to bring Paperboy back. True. Well, how's, how has there not been a Kickstarter to bring Paperboy back? Mm. Although, maybe it's going to be exclusive for the Atari box. Yeah. That uh, actually is a pretty good I don't know who. <laughs> no one knows who owns the rights. It's impossible to unwind that stuff. Yeah. I mean, we know who developed it, but that individual probably doesn't own the rights to the game. So, I don't know. I always like the newspaper splash you got at the beginning mm-hmm. and end. April boy fired. Yeah. <laughs> How big is this town? Yeah. It's also like the most meta thing if that's the newspaper headline. <laughs> Who delivered it? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are only two weeks away from GameScoop 500. Ooh. Big celebration happening here in the IGN office. Someone asked me about how parking works around here. There's lots of street parking. Uh, hopefully there's not a... They can the, park at our house, too. If they can also just park at our houses, yeah. No. The Giants, <laughs> the playoffs would, would would have started then, so we don't know if the Giants are playing 
that oh, night. God, at I this hope it's yeah. not a Giants game. Hopefully not. Fingers yeah. crossed. It's parked north of the office and walk down. Yeah, but in general, there's just lots of street parking around the office. Even at, like there's a giant parking garage at Fifth and Mission, and then yeah. it's what a so, 15, 20 minute walk over. Yeah, there's a, there's a also garage. park in another neighborhood. There's a lot of trains that come downtown. Yeah, yeah yep. that's true. Yeah, you can also just take the train in from wherever. Uh, take the train in from the airport if you're flying. In. Anyway, if you're taking the train, take the BART. Mm-hmm. Montgomery Street Bart Station. Yep. And just walk out straight to the down office. second. Yep. It's a 15 minute walk. You could even walk along the Embarcadero if you want to. If you've got time to spare. Yeah. Great Pokemon there too. Yeah. It's like the best Pokemon stop spot at, in the stop city. Stop a high dive. Stop it. Oh yeah. Yeah. High dive. Is high high dive. dive is a great little dive bar yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see seals swimming around in the harbor from there. Yeah. yeah. I, I really do recommend taking public transportation down here, unless you you know have some kind of circumstance that makes it better for you to drive. Yeah. That's a good call. All right, that is all the scoops we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Sam. Paperboy calls it quits. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.